Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, and welcome to Dustrious, a high magic, high fantasy homeworld setting based loosely off the Pathfinder 1E system. This and Eldritch Dream Games production is made possible by our patrons, Brian Bridges, Brian Wraith, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, Undead Fish, and in memory of Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our episode to hear about some projects that some of these were working on. But for now, let's get started with our story. Okay, well, before you get to Gab's house, you'll see Gav. He's standing on the steps of your house, oh. and there are a bunch of angry villagers with pitchforks and torches. Oh, no. It's because you tried uh, to breed with a living person. <laughs> um, I... Okay, so I have a better kind of understanding of what's going on sort of at this point. So I'm going to, like, bounce behind the house for a minute. Uh, I can see well enough to make my way around at this point, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll dismiss that spell and just go with my own sight. I'll cast, and that just instantly gives me the hit points back, right? I don't have to heal it? Right, if you're undoing an enchantment, okay. you reabsorb the hit points. Okay, so then I will uh, uh, then cast a spell to make him fuse into me. And... Okay. Uh, Sneak around the back of my house. You're gonna then... need to make a stealth check. Hell yeah, you are. Uh, still, still, still. Come, come ahead of my skills. I'm really good at this. It's like my second best skill. No, it's actually my best skill. Uh, that was uh, 27. Okay. Now, Brigard and Russell, what are you two doing? Uh, all of a sudden, Rick says, I gotta go, and he's gone. Uh, Burger's still looking up at that and kind of, uh, uh, can I do a quick sense motive on uh, Iva, see if she's scared? Yeah. Or re- how she's reacting? Um, 8 plus 10, 18. She seems fine. Okay. It's just the, w- the way you were voicing her, I didn't know if, uh, if I was... Okay, I was just reading way too far into it. Okay, um... Uh, Russell, Rick disappeared yeah if uh if it's uh, bad enough for big daddy vampire to come out maybe we should go check things out too he's gonna turn around and look towards iva and be like iva sweetie mm-hmm. how about you let miss vixen here get introduced to her house and hang out with her here and um you know if anything loud or scary happens you can both go inside the big house Okay. Jail? First of all, Brigard would totally not get that one. No, he <laughs> wouldn't. No, no, that was... <laughs> seen, I've seen, yeah, no, I've seen who I was going to break with that one. It's, it's a southern thing. It's the big house. It's, it's the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with that, Rick... Oh, shit. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Had First to happen one. once. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that, Russell, you know, make sure... Pull his rifle, get in, get over his shoulder, make sure the sling's there, and uh, get up and head off in the general direction that Rick went in. All right. So would y'all come because y'all are over here where the map says poor district. 
And as y'all come around the corner, y'all can easily see this crowd that's gathered in front of uh, the uh, the house, uh, in front of Rick's house. And Gav is standing on the steps. He is talking to them. From, from here, you can't tell precisely what he's saying. But... Russell take advantage of the fact that they're heading towards his house as much as he can to kind of worm through the crowd and eventually just start kind of, you know, pushing his way through to get up close to the front. Same. For, yeah, for what? Like, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I'm right behind uh, Russell. He's, he's concerned. Uh, he's not, he, this, uh, this, uh, this sort of thing isn't no, and he, he can read a room. He can, the body language is definitely not right. great. Now, Rick, you were behind the house. Yeah, I was trying to just get in unseen. Oh, you can easily enter through the back of your house. So, where are you going? Uh, to the front door. Alright, so you're going to try to listen through the door? Uh, is he, like, facing the door? Like No, he wants he's to facing the, no, he's facing the crowd. Okay, then yeah, I'm going to so listen. Make a perception check so I can see how well you're hearing. Uh, it, this better be fucking good and not roll another two because I get a lot of this. Okay, 33. All right, so yeah, you can hear him. And you other two, as you come up through the crowd, you can hear him too. And he's basically addressing this crowd. He's going, look, I understand he scared your girls. Oh, jeez. That was not right. And I have already disciplined him for it. He will not do it again. But scaring a little girl is not something that is so horribly evil that I'm going to let you kill my son. So you can go home or you will fight me. Open the, I'll open the door. As soon as you open the door, he just turns around, looks at you and goes, get your ass back inside. Is that a command? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I have, I I get back inside then. (laughs) That's the case. Then Russell's going to kind of walk up and, Look towards the crowd and Gavin and the door. I like. Okay, I, I assuming this mess has something to do with what went on yesterday evening. It does, and as if I've tried to explain to these people, he has already been dealt with. Yes, you you, you tried to explain and then threatened violence within the same breath. I'm sure they were horribly receptive. We have things in common. You telling me if a group of people showed up threatening to kill your boy, you would be polite? I'm saying I would do the best I can to defuse the situation and not start a fight. Although the situation is defused, they will either go home or they will die. You are you're seriously getting close to some other people being on the other side of that fight. If you want to take that risk, go ahead. Look, I was... Russell's going to kind of stop and go, we were brought here to protect this community, sir. As far as I know, no one has laid finger on your son yet. So you have no right to violence yourself. They're trying to break into his house to get to him. Threatening this community, sir. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to try to clean this up. 
You need to mind your own damn business. This is my business. It's my job. Your job is to work for Dravik. Who hired me to protect this community, which is either this community is going to attack that community or that community is going to attack this community, he says, pointing back and forth between both parties. So one way or the other, someone's trying to start some violence, meaning this is my job. And if what I was doing was so wrong, Zav wouldn't have made it so I could come outside. I'm handling this. And you are stepping on the wrong toes. I am centuries old. Trust Uh me, whatever you can do, I can do better. Well, then by all means, sir. But that one, Russell's just going to step back. And he just looks back to the people and he's like, it is up to you. You can try to go through me, or you can take your ass home. And uh, Brigard is uh, still in the crowd, uh, telling everyone that he he meant well. He is he's still young. He is still learning. Please do not throw your lives away. You do not stand a chance against him. Is there a ringleader? Do we recognize any of the people here? Um. Th- they're all farmers. You may have seen them around, but you haven't really talked to any of them mm-hmm. as far as if it's part of the investigation or anything goes. Is there a Jonas here? Uh, one of the guys will look at you and go, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Punch him in the face. <laughs> Did you? Um, uh uh, Brigard has his arms up like trying to like calm everything down Jonas I heard you ran afoul of a fox recently what the hell does that have to do with anything (laughs) what we're clearly all moving away from here I was hoping to have a conversation outside of this you mean uh some perceived threat outside um attack that which is yours and you took action to act harshly in return with killing my hands yeah and uh kid here ain't killed nobody and uh i'm not saying his daddy's not overreacting but sounds like he's doing a lot the same that you did over something he might see as a mite more important than your hens All right, look, I could turn around and walk away from this if you can promise me that boy will stay away from my daughter. You know what? Before anyone does threat of violence upon anyone, I've known the kid longer than anyone else here. I will promise you, sir, that as far as casual contact or an attempt to coerce is involved, he will stay away. However, and he looks over towards Gav, he goes, because if he doesn't, I'll be the one leading the mob coming up to the door. So Jonas will just nod his head and he'll turn around and walk off. And you'll see a handful of the others walk off with him as well. But there'll there'll be three men that are still standing there. He's going to kind of look back over and goes, you sir is not satisfied? And one of the guys will look up at you and said, he made my little girl get down on her hands and knees to lick somebody's boots. Yeah, and you're right. 
Good part of that deserves a solid ass kicking, which from what I've heard tell, the boy's already received. Now, are you saying Gav here isn't capable of keeping his house in order? Because that would seem more I'm of an saying, issue you have with Gav than with Rick. I'm saying that, one, I'm not sure we need a couple of vamps in this town who have the ability to do that to my daughter. And two, at the very fucking least, my daughter deserves an apology. You are absolutely right, sir. Rick, come out. He can't. Oh, no, he yeah, can't. I literally right. can't. Rick, well, I can try. Open your window. I don't think I'll pass the will save. Open a window. I can't. They're like not openable. I, I, I assume like the design is. Yeah, sure. Stained yeah. glass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can Brigard open the door and and Rick be standing on the other side? Is. Uh, you can, but you run the risk of not knowing whether he's. You know precisely where he's at or or what's what's going on so it, it could very well open the door and, and have these guys charge, try to charge in Russell's got that angle covered yeah uh, Brigard will stand in front of the door if Rick offers his sincere apologies will you all go about the rest of your day let's hear it well no I, I asked a question are you going to storm my friend's house and risk incurring the wrath of a centuries old vampire or will you hear his apology out? Let's hear what he has to say. And that will determine what actions are taken next. Gav, let me out. Yeah, I don't think he can hear you, buddy. Russell's going to kind of look up and be like, and I'm going to kneecap the first person on either side to start any violence. Period. Yeah, Brigard will pull out his bardiche. We will do this in good faith. He will make it up to you in whatever reasonable way we can. But you know the consequences of you storming this house. Let's 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 come together as reasonable people and move on. Let's hear what the kid has to say. Rick, will you speak to them? If I can come out. Can you say it from inside? Just shout. Can you hear me? Gav will let you walk out to a certain point, but he's not letting you go past him. Okay. Oh, I um, thought Gav had already walked off. My bad. Commanded. Uh, and, and I'm assuming that's in a commanded state. Yep. <laughs> so I come out. I'm not wearing my mask. That's probably wise. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for not walking out wearing a fucking devil mask. Demon mask. I'm the devil guy. Uh, I will look at them. I'm going to venture a wild guess and say that the three of you, of course, I already know about you, but you two are the fathers of the other two girls. One of the guys you would recognize because you actually rezzed him along with his daughter. Okay, so it's like, and, and I recognize you. And the one guy will pipe up and he'll be like, this is not sounding a whole lot like an apology. I will apologize. I'd like to know who I'm apologizing to. Of course, your daughters are the uh, 
technical recipients, but they're not here. Well, the one guy that you recognize from the morgue, he will tell you uh, his name is Ben. Ben Roxley. It's good to see you alive, Ben. Uh, one of the guys will tell you his name is Dalen Haynes. I'll nod to him. And then the really loud guy that's been yelling will tell you that his name is Baldrick Blackbrick. First of all, yes, I'm very sorry for what I did. It was both impulsive and done in anger, more or less. And I do know better now than to use such an ability without uh, without so much thought. Though I do want you to know that there was initially a reason for me doing so. There was a good reason for you to show up and tell each of our daughters to meet you at the inn or else. I worded very poorly, but yes. And it's also for their safety, which is why I pushed the importance, albeit in a less than intelligent way. If you're concerned about their safety, instead of threatening them, maybe try having a conversation with their damn parents. I had hoped not to lash everybody else into this. Long story short, all right, you all know the girl Ida, right? Look, we've heard the story, but you are a grown-ass man, and these are little girls, and you threatened them in order to make them show up. I'm sorry for my lack of tact and lack of forethought on the matter. And how far would it have gone if one of the guards hadn't shown up. About three more seconds and that's about it. Like I said, that moment was done in anger. I wanted at that time for your daughter to feel the humiliation that she had set onto someone else. You think that that's what she felt? In hindsight? No, I I completely understand why you're so fucking angry. I've got a little girl afraid to come out of her room, afraid to walk outside because of you. I'm sorry. And I will avoid contact with her and anybody else that doesn't want the contact with me so far as within reasonable amounts of power. If they are in danger and coming into contact with them is the only way to help them, then I can't promise that I won't. But other than that, if it comes to day to day, something else, fine. Sure. Maybe we'll get over this. Maybe we won't. That's up to you and them. So Baldrick, the guy that that was yelling and demanding the apology, he's going to look to you, Russell, and he's going to be like, the next time somebody needs to talk to my daughter, it better be you who knocks on my door. Russell's going to kind of stop. He like wave my hand at Brigard and he's like, what's wrong with him? Russell's going to stop. Think about this one for a second. Here's what I'm going to promise you, sir. 
is the next time, just like Rick said, he's going to avoid any casual contact of any sort. If someone's in danger, he's going to do what needs to be done because that's the type of person he is. Frankly, I ain't going to hold that against him. I highly doubt you will either. I'm just saying, if there's any more questions that need to be asked of my daughter, I don't want him knocking on my door to ask them. It's fine by me. I believe he just said he wouldn't be having contact with your daughter. Therefore, he would not be there to ask questions of her. You would think, but he seems to have an excuse, a reason for all of his bad behavior. I have a reason. Whether it's an excuse or not is up to you. I'm not saying that it's good. In hindsight, yeah, it was shitty. I learned something. And Russell kind of stop and be like, I can attest to one thing. We, Well, hell, rumors travel fast enough around here. I haven't had the honor of your acquaintance just yet myself, but I'm sure you're aware that myself, Rick, and Brigard here are the most recent bunch of travelers, correct? We know. Well, turns out we came from the same bit of soil, but just under about two centuries apart. Each. So... I've had a good bit of learning to do about the world Rick grew up in, despite the fact that it was the same one I grew up in. It sounds, still sounds really strange to me, but I think you get what I'm saying. That this is how they talk to little girls in his day and age? No, I wasn't. See, sir, you're, you're, you're coming back with a whole lot of sass with someone who's upset about someone who's coming back with a whole lot of sass. I think what you're saying, what I'm saying, is I had to learn a different culture. And you keep calling Rick here grown, responsible. How old's your daughter? She's 13. Okay. How much you, Rick? Six years older? 19. That's a good handful of important years. But, you know... That's still years, hell, even in the culture where I grew up when you were, well, a full-grown adult a little bit before 19, you still had a good bit of hard learning to do. And I'm willing to bet you two gentlemen, you three gentlemen did after the age of 19 yourselves. All right, let me, let me get this straight. Were you all completely level-headed 19-year-olds? By the time most of us were 19, we were married had our yeah. farms, had our kids. And My time thought, period, you're not considered an adult until you're 18. And uh, that's neither, no one here has answered the question I asked. I'm saying, are you the same people today you were when you were 19? Or have you learned a thing or two between now and then? <laughs> Rick kind of shrugs because he is 19 still. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says that looking at the three farms. Oh, that's, that's fair. Which, like, if I can point something out for a moment, I just mm-hmm. want to say that Rick is gritting his fucking teeth over not saying that their attitude must run in the fucking family. <laughs> like, Ben will Ben will tell you straight up, be like, no, nah, I, I ain't the same person I was when I was 19. But by the same measure, I ain't the same person I was yesterday either. Yeah. I, I think you're taking my philosophical question, philosophical question a mite too literally, and I think you understand that, sir. 
I, I, I understand, but at the same time, I understand that even at 19, you I know, wouldn't uh, be a child. You know, about four days ago, my friend here was a human, like you and like me. He's a 19-year-old human. He's a four-day-old vampire. But even at 19, I knew better than to threaten a child. And yes. technically, if he's not sleeping, his days are longer, so he's more like an eight-day-old vampire. <clears throat> Russell's gonna... I, I ain't gonna worry about that math right there. But... <laughs> But I think you get my point. Is Rick's got a whole new set of stimuli he's learning to do, learning to deal with. And Gavin here is doing a pretty damn fine job of making sure that learning gets done right. No one was hurt. And I'm not saying there was no assholery or no stupidity. I'm saying no one was hurt. And you gentlemen have come up here with the threat of violence. Are any of them holding weapons? Not actual weapons. Uh, these are farmers. Um, are they holding anything that would yeah. inhale my heart? Yes. Oh no, don't do it. My point being, says, is Rick's got a lot to learn. He's learning it. Maybe there was a mistake along the way, and he's legitimately sorry about that. But now, armed with that knowledge... Can you rightly tell me that you're still here to do violence? Baldrick will tell you he's a vampire. At any yeah. point in time, he can stand here and say anything, but at any point in time, he can take over the minds of the people around him. Are you aware that I could do the same, sir? Maybe you can, but you haven't done it before to my daughter, and you haven't threatened my daughter's life. No. Once again, these are the mistakes that Rick has acknowledged and said he will not repeat. So then that bears the question, what is the difference between him and me? Because now we have both learned that lesson. I learned it a might bit earlier, but now we've both learned it. I'm not saying, are you still pissed off at him? Of course you are. You're going to stay that way for a good long while, I imagine. I'm saying that this is a whole might more stressful situation that doesn't need to be stressful. Complaints been lodged. The person responsible for him has taken ownership of it and told you that he has addressed the issue. There's no reason to be upset anymore. Well, no reason to be upset to the point of violence. And we're supposed to just think that because he says, I'm sorry, I learned something. How, how long has no Gavin... Threat? How long has Gavin been a part of this... Would it make you feel better if you hit me, Rick? You don't you don't put out a bonfire by striking a match. Rick doesn't say anything else. What I'm saying, sirs, is how long has Gavin been a part of this community? He showed up about 10 years ago with the rest of them. Okay. Would you say Davin's a trustworthy individual? Not particularly. Okay. What has he done to cause you to distrust him? He's a vampire. I didn't ask what he was. I'm very well aware of that, sir. I asked what his actions were that caused you to distrust him. He is the son of Marcin Vance. Once again, I did not ask who he was, sir. 
you seem to be avoiding answering the question. What has he done? That is the answer to the question. He was he born. He kills people. That's how vampires live. And who was the last person he killed? Man that came through town, I guess about six months back, tried to to stab Wari. So guards took him into custody, and his sentence was to be fed to the vampire. So the duly appointed law of this city took a man who threatened violence and gave him over to a vampire to then perform his lawfully executed duty. Right, but the vampire son threatens violence and nothing happens to him. Actually, he never threatened violence, but now we're getting into semantics and assumptions again. When somebody tells you to do something or else, that is a threat of violence. Yeah, he never brandished a weapon. I mean, by that very law. He is a weapon. Yeah, and you, sir, have one in your hand. If a man can be sentenced to die for threatening a drow, why does this one get to threaten humans and live? It's a very good question, and I don't think what you're doing today is going to answer it. Gav. Hmm. What else did the man do? The man they brought to me? Yeah. He didn't do anything else in Hilltop, but when they caught him, they uh, had Lila read his mind. And uh, he'd, he'd left a trail of blood through several cities. What aside from killing me will make this better? Baldrick will look at you and be like, this was our land. Our families have lived here for generations. These people showed up and put their laws in place that protects them and caters to them and doesn't give a shit about the rest of us. Humans don't count here in case you hadn't figured it out. As a matter of fact, I hadn't. So what you're telling me is that I'm telling you that if my daughter had come into town and said the same thing to you and made the same threats against you, the guard would have arrested her and she would at least sit her ass in jail, if not worse. But you're on the other side of the fucking coin, so nothing happens to you. Where is the jail? Is there a jail? It's in the basement of City Hall. Alright, well, if you want to continue this conversation, then you can find me there and I'm going to cast Greater Teleport. Or no. No, I can't do that one. Just... Uh, Aren't you commanded? Yeah, you you can't go anywhere. I can't... No, I can't go past him out of my house and Town Hall is in the other direction. I cast... uh, it's probably within like 500 feet of me, right? Uh, probably, but I'm telling you, you can't go anywhere. Oh, okay. Never mind. I retract my previous statement. Actually, and Russell's going to kind of look to Rick and kind of raise an eyebrow like, you sh- you sure about that line? I try to teleport it. It doesn't. I can't. And I was like, Cav, I guess send me to jail. <laughs> Yeah, you're not 
He's not on a bad line of reasoning. You gentlemen saying if he spent some time sitting in a cell, he'd, uh, this would serve to calm things down? Bodrick will nod his head, so that, that, that'll work for me. Rick, are you okay with that? It's gonna be boring as fuck, but yeah, it's fair. Gavin? Yeah, you can, you can take him. But you have to take him before Dravik first. Dravik's the one that does the sentencing. So you'll have to find out how long he wants him to stay there. Okay. Uh, on our way, I'll whistle so that um, the the Wolf Brothers will come and meet up with us. I want to give them some orders. Okay. Uh, the orders will just be to help them with what they are doing. And if they tell you to go away, go away. Like, listen to them for now. Uh, Burger would like the less gross-looking one. Uh, neither of them look particularly gross. I one have of a, them is a skeleton in armor, and the other one is just a suit of armor. I'll take the suit of armor. Okay, he's the mute one that can't talk. Oh, sounds great. So y'all will carry Rick to jail. Uh, one of the three men will wander off. Baldrick, the hothead, is following, and so is Ben. And. Yeah, I didn't mean to. For it's good to see you alive to be threatening sounding. It was <laughs> supposed to be like, "Hey, I know you were dead. I helped with that." But uh, and I just realized that that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. <laughs> yeah, stop talking, Sean. Y'all, y'all will get to City Hall. Um, who's going to explain the situation to Dravik? I guess Russell, or yeah. yeah, Russell, head up towards City Hall and head towards Dravik. All right, so he will be at City Hall behind his desk where he's most always at. Hey there, Dravik. I um, I hope the rest of your day has been relatively peaceful and uneventful. That's all about to change. Lovely. Crazy weather we're having here, but um, so. I'm going to give you the short version, and then you can feel free to question me as deeply as you need to. All right. Rick, here, when we were solving a situation involving Miss Iva, saw fit to rather aggressively inform some of the ladies of the community that they need not be harassing Miss Iva. He did this with a very eye-for-an-eye mentality. That to be said, he was a dumbass and vaguely threatened violence and then used some of his newfound abilities to compulse them into listening to his commands. As I'm sure you can expect, this has upset several members of the community who have now wished a uh, more primal version of justice be served upon our young Rick, to which Gavin was more than willing to respond with his own version of primal justice. We, uh, we stepped in, we've discussed some things, and as it turns out, under the laws here as stated, if someone threatened violence, they would be spending some time, at least in a cell, till their further actions can be investigated, and any further judgment can be carried out. It's typical. They are put in the jail, and Lila is brought to read their mind and see whether they pose an actual threat or not. Uh, This raises a very important question as to why our young Rick here is not in a cell. 
Well, because nobody has reported the crime, and I don't... Your town guard was there. They did not report this to you. Well, considering Zav is one of his parents, he probably was hoping that it wouldn't be an issue. Well, it's become one due to a lack of reporting. I can see that. You can place him in a cell, and he will stay there until Lila is assured of whether or not he's a threat. And um, in the interests of these gentlemen here who are concerned about their homes and their families, I would like for Miss Lila to willingly accept a spell that would compel her to tell the truth about that. Okay. I, I don't see why that would be an issue, but, you know. Um, I'm just preempting objections. Because she's not human. I mean, I, I will certainly make the request, but I have no control over whether somebody actually accepts a spell being cast on them or not. That's understandable. I'm once again, I'm preempting others' objections. He's going to look towards Baldrick. Does this satisfy you? This works. Fair enough. Rick, you got any particular books you feel like reading? Can I have books? I. There's no regulations against you having books. They, they have to be checked to make sure they don't have, like, weapons or things of that nature in there. Anything regarding uh, the history of Valinor and, uh, and he'll snap his finger a few times and you should f- see three books laying on my counter in my repository. Those. He'll kind of stop and nod his head and be like, well, now that all the official business is done, kid, I'll be back after I grab you some reading material. All right. I'll sit down somewhere. How long would you have Rick stay in custody? Well, like I said, uh, Lila will have to take some time and examine him and his mind and make sure that he's not a threat to somebody. We're never going to see Rick again. <laughs> when Russell, before he heads out, is going to wait for Baldrick and because it was one other. other Baldrick and Ben are both yeah, there. He's going to wait for Baldrick and Ben. Um, well, Baldrick's waiting until somebody actually takes him down to a cell, which either of y'all can take him and put him in the cell. I mean, y'all function as guards, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brigard will uh, escort him. And uh, on the way there, he'll ask Rick, I'm sure you know, but. Though you have the ability to, I, I would really recommend you don't pop off on nighttime adventures. I'm not going anywhere. If I'm not mistaken, these cells probably won't let me anywhere. If I'm to take a wild guess. You're a, you're a crafty fellow, Rick. If, if, there's a, if there's a way, you would find it. It would probably be by being very skinny and flexible. See, there you go. Already plotting your escape. <laughs> I, I kind of like shake my head but I smirk the idea is not to even if I can sure it gets put away he's gonna look towards Baldrick and Ben and be like gentlemen so once he's put in the in the cage uh, Baldrick will storm out like you could tell he's still just not a happy person. Once he's gone, I was like, 
His daughter gets his attitude from him. <laughs> when you say that, Ben will actually laugh. He'll say, you're right about that. Um, and he'll walk up to the cell and he'll be like, Rick, would you do me a favor? What's that? When this is over and you get out of here, because I have no doubt you're going to get out of here. I mean, you brought us back to life. Would you let me bring my girl by and maybe try being nice to her so she can see she doesn't have anything to fear from you? I just don't want her scared to leave the house. Yeah. And I am sorry. Well, like I said, I was 19 once too. But, uh... I feel like it grow up a little quicker here in ways. They do, I think. But, uh... I, I'd rather I'd rather her have uh, have a chance to make friends with somebody than be scared of them just because of what they are. When we first arrived industrious and we met the people that led us to Fort Veshnas, we were told that Hilltop was a community that accepted all others where other communities may not have been as trusting. And that's part of the reason Baldrick and the others were so upset. Gavin is probably the first vampire in history that hasn't just preyed upon people constantly. His father was one of the most notorious vampires. And I'm not just talking about father like he claims to be Rick's father. The man was his actual father. Oh, I thought that Gavin was Rick's father. <laughs> I just, I just like, <laughs> what? Faith? <laughs> like, I thought you discovered your father while we were here, and he not important well, right now. Yeah, I, I will let Rick try to explain that to you. Um, but that's the reason the others are so fearful, because other than Gavin, if a vampire tells you anything, you just cannot believe it, because all they do is hunt and feed off people the way we would hunt and feed off a deer. I have, a, I have a fancy little cup that prevents the need for that. Well, Which, I... Uh, Brigard, uh, I would appreciate. Of course, yes. I'm and glad that uh, that Gavin's taking care of you. But as I say, I, I would just rather my daughter not be afraid of you. So... I'd prefer them not to be afraid of me either. When you When you get out... Send word to me, will you? Can do. Which house is yours so I know I don't get a shovel to the face immediately? Um, we, we have the farm on the left just outside of town. Okay. Head, headed down towards the docks. I'll do that. All right. Thank you. And he'll like reach a hand through the bar to shake your hand before I'll he turns shake to his walk hand. out. <sighs> As he heads to walk out, Russell kind of pat him on the back and he'll nod towards the cell, kind of, in a, I'll be right back and head off towards Rick's place. Uh, so will right. so we can. Meanwhile, I devour Brigard. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yep. I'd actually be curious. I, I don't think I'd bet for you on that fight. Vampire versus anyone but the cleric? Maybe. 
She, oh yeah, he could he could just cast heal on me and I'd fucking die. <laughs> Phoenix down. So Russell will bring you your books and a bottle of whiskey and three glasses. Uh, Burger will bring just the mug. Uh, it's a chalice, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking oh about. Oh my god. It is! I didn't make it. I was given it. Bring your fucking pretty chalice. Bring his pimp mug. Yeah. <laughs> pimp mug. It's a chalice, but it's got a handle on the side. <laughs> Burger doesn't know what a chalice is, so he's just going to bring one of every type of... Uh, beverage holding container he sees in uh, uh, Gary's I, I house. I would inform him that it's the... Was it was it gold or was it iron? The chalice is gold. It's a gold <laughs> cup down in the basement. He's going to bring up that chamber pot that's in the basement. It's probably gold. <laughs> As Russell stops by his place to grab the whiskey, he's going to try to see if Raylene's there real quick. Yeah, Raylene's there. Uh, Raylene? couple of favors to ask you. Okay. One, talk to Corbin. Sounds like things are going to be finished up. Oh, hell, this evening. Um, that's, that's what he told me. How many days do you think before we're ready to open? Well, I've already been stockpiling drinks and, like, basic snacks and stuff that can be put out. I hadn't started buying fresh food yet because I didn't want it to spoil. Okay, well, buy some food. And I'm going to try to make a few hours tomorrow to go over some of the games with a few of the employees. And uh, maybe uh, not tomorrow night, but the night after, depending on how some other business goes. I'll catch you up on that later. Um, As he says, as he grabs like one of the nicer bottles of whiskey and a few glasses. And uh, could you do me a favor here in a couple of hours if you're still up? And oh, bring yeah. some coffee up to the jail. Okay. It's a long one. And he'll he'll give her the short version, which I'm not going to go into for the sake of brevity. And, uh... But I, um, I'm going to stick around up there this evening for the most part. Alright. Uh, you want me to bring your dinner as well? That would be excellent. That he's gonna kind of go ahead and pull open the cork and take the first swig of the whiskey before forcing the cork back in. <sighs> and he'll head out the door for now and get back towards the jail. All right. While they're out getting stuff, uh, I'm gonna test out my masks. Is it is it as I suspected? Magic doesn't work in here. Yep. Okay, I'll just set them by the side then. Uh, does uh, is there a window? In this cell? No. This is this is in the basement, so it's below ground level. Was that was was that a dam? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering if it was one of those ones where you know you could still see up like you know street level. It's right there's one right there. And uh, I mean have to dance around the fucking cell as time (laughs) goes on to avoid the sunlight. Yeah, you just like (laughs) throughout the day you'd have to just move across the it was a friendly dam. Not it was a, really tense hours in the mid-afternoon where you're cuddled into that one last corner. <laughs> but yeah, no, and uh, he's going to rickle shit drink. Uh-huh. 
Russell will wait for Brigard to come back up with the chalice before he heads back up to the jail. All right. Is it full of blood right now? No. Okay. No, he has to pour something into it for it to turn into blood. Oh, well, what a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Does the ABV carry over? (laughs) I'm immune to being drunk. (laughs) Ah, man. So while they're gone to get your stuff, Gav is standing out there, Rick, outside your cell with his back uh, against the wall. Is is the cell like all bars or is it like the little the door with the little barred bit or Um the front of it is bars. The the side walls and the back wall are stone. Okay. So I'll just I'll just kinda stand there using it as a like a, a brace. Be like Sorry, it caused you trouble. Uh, you're fine. We uh, we settled this between us already. But you better prepare yourself. Don't think this is gonna work. No, not not with Baldrick. Okay. I can almost guarantee you that uh, it's not gonna be long before the hunters show up. Okay. So thing to look for then is connections I'll be keeping an eye on things he sends hunters after us we have any proof it's his ass in here hunters don't care Rick I know the hunters don't care the hunters will not stop until we're dead or they can't find us and if we kill them to keep them from killing us they will just send more so I've got to find a way to stop word from being sent to them. Or we have to disappear, one of the two. I did shop up a spell. Make it easier for us to live somewhere. Well, I mean, there's plenty of places we could go. But uh, I would prefer not to leave. True. So, like I said, I'll keep an eye on things and we'll see where it goes. But uh, yeah, I think the it, important thing for you to know is if any do show up, you just get the hell out of Dodge. Don't don't try to face them down. I promise you, you're not strong enough to take on the hunters yet. They really that much of a problem? Yeah, they're they're extremely devoted to their gods, who are extremely anti-vampire. So. Every bit of their magic is meant, designed to kill us. I kind of like, I let the shadows out that I usually keep suppressed. I'm like, it is harder. I can give you this too. As long as it's just one or two of them, I can handle them. I just, I don't like to. Touches. No cats in the prison. It's a prison cat. Like if it's just one or two of them on their own, I can handle them. I just really don't want it to come to that because I was one of them once. Right. Wait. You were a hunter? I guess that actually makes sense. Huh? A bit. I'll fill so you in on the whole story later, but... Marson Vance... My father. 
if you want apparently, to Apparently, uh, uh, apparently a very famous vampire. Yeah. Infamous, um, I guess. Pretty much anybody who runs into a vampire and lives to tell about it, tells stories about how they ran into old Marson, which is kind of funny because if they'd actually ever run into my father, they would not have lived. I guess that's only half true. So. Who could, who could spread tales? How would anybody know unless somebody survived? Because he was strong enough, he didn't have to care. If he was in your area of the woods, all you could do is cow, bow down and back away and hope he didn't take notice. So he was public then? He was public. The hunters coming after him, that was a game to him. He made it to almost a thousand years old. Jeez. Got a thought that could maybe throw him off. What's if nothing that? else. That spell I cooked up. You cast it, it's going to be pretty obvious that something that doesn't like sunlight lives there. It blots out the sun. And cast that somewhere where we aren't. Put something in there that makes them think that we are. They go in there time and time again. Something's got to either redirect them or take them down, but that you just keep going and not finding anything because they're not going far enough. We'll see. I think this is the one time in my life I wish Mal was around. The hell is he anyway? Don't know. He just up and disappeared. He does that from time to time. He always tells Zav that uh, he's gone to visit his brother. But I have contacts. He doesn't go to Middlesbrough. You have divination? Or think you could let me out for a whopping minute? You know you can still turn into a gaseous form, right? Oh no, I thought that would be suppressed. I'll just floof out of the cell for a a brief moment. And I will try and scry him. Uh, Mal? Alright, so... Let me pull up the thing here. I really want to have Russell walk in this moment. (laughs) You will get a glimpse of Mal, most definitely. Um, He's in a really mountainous region. He's out in the wilderness, so you can't tell precisely where he's at. But uh, he is in the mountains, and you can tell there's no snow on these mountains that he's in. Is he just, like, making his way? Is he, like, resting? Yeah, he's just traveling. He's somewhere in the mountains. Uh, nothing really more than that. Like, how is he equipped? Is he Does he just look like he normally does? Does he have stuff with him? I mean, he has uh, a small backpack um, that he's carrying with him. Okay. And, like, a bedroll slung across his back. All right. I'm going to try something. Uh, I'm going to wait until I heal up off of this. I'm going to, like, go back into the thing, but I'm going to, like, could my neck fit between the bars, but not my head? Yeah, I imagine so. Can I cast spells like that? No. With my head sticking out? No. 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 Okay. 
uh, then I'll just go back and, and be like, all right. But Gav will kind of stand up straighter and he'll be like, all right, I got stuff I have to do. I will be back this evening with Bari. All right. We're not going to put your training on hold just because you're sitting in jail. Okay. So, um, yeah, anybody who you don't want witnessing that, you probably need to make sure they're gone before we get back. Okay. And on another note, when you do finally get home, you have a closet full of cl- uh, new clothes. Oh, uh, thanks, I guess. That wasn't me. Wasn't you, then who? Zav. He wasn't sure precisely what you would like, so you've got just about every style of everything in there, and it's all been custom-made and personalized. All the buttons look like your little mask and stuff. (laughs) Even the buttons on your shoes. He's just like, like, kind of like, makes a face. He's like, buttons on the shoes. What the fuck? (laughs) But like, I, I know he's seen it around. He's just like... Uh, okay, I'll check him out then. Uh, tell him thanks, I guess. Yeah, that's that's uh, what I was fixing to say. No matter how much you hate him, just be nice about it. Right. Gav doesn't say a whole lot. He prefers just to do things, and this is... Uh, is that a drink moment? I believe uh, yeah. so. Zav <laughs> doesn't really say it. Say a lot of things. He prefers just to do things and let that speak for itself. So just be nice about it. All right. And he will turn around and walk out. Uh, and it won't be much longer before your buddies come back. Russell walk through the door. You're like, well, books. And uh, I know like three different versions of mythoses and whatnot. Do we need to mix this with blood or something for you to get drunk off of it? I don't think I can get drunk. I know a way to find out. <laughs> like when he gets close to the cage, like just to just to be a dick, completely just to be a dick. I like using my extremely high speed, like rush forward like ba- fangs bared and just bleh! <laughs> just at him hold on <laughs> I'm making an intimidate okay hold on in- intimidation I think I actually have ranks in that I have one rank in that <laughs> 28 you know it was close <laughs> but <laughs> Russell sits there and goes damn Glad I took that extra shot on the way in. You might have got me. 30 <laughs> for his sense <Damn>. murder. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hmm. Set so, the glasses down on the table. and you? Like, can he can he try again? Or is Brigard all like, already seen this? Uh, I think Brigard kind of expected it. It's been a pretty somber moment, so he was waiting for Rick to... Do something stupid. Uh, quote unquote, show his ass. Yeah. Show his ass. He's just he's just gonna uh, like, Rick, I know you're not going to attack us. Here's your mug. Thanks. He just takes it. It's, it's just like, thanks. 
just, just kind of like closes his eyes for like half a second, shakes his head just a tiny bit, and, and just like, I <laughs> like hold it towards uh, the obvious bottle that's being drunk from. I guess. Yeah, Russell pours them into the the mug. <laughs> I hold it outside of the um the chamber because I think I have to do that to make it work. When I bring it inside, does it turn back into whiskey? <laughs> I missed my head through the bars. <laughs> just so I can be outside and be like... Well, you probably know you're not supposed to be doing this anyhow. What, drinking? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, like, drink n- not... Oh. Right. Oh, you're... Okay, never mind. Yeah, okay, so I'll just bring it inside and drink it. Russell poured Brigger in himself a glass. I mean, crush well, it might just turn back into whiskey in my throat halfway down it. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, I got a coffee and food coming here in a bit. But, um, the way I see it, gentlemen, it just became painfully apparent to me that, um, this world's a whole hell of a lot more complicated than I was giving it credit. And, um, quote a favorite book of mine. One for all and all for one. He's gonna hold this glass up. You like the Musketeers, huh? Ah, the Bible. Ah, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and Russell's just gonna look over and go, exactly. <laughs> I'm more a fan of the art of war by something. No, I'm kidding. That's fucking on brand for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably read it. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't think it would top his list. Nope. Nothing tops Mein Kampf. Am I right, Rick? Oh, gee. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm just, going, I'm just going for shock value. No, you're good. You're <laughs> so are y'all staying the night with Rick? That was Russell's intention. Yeah, Rick, are, are you going to allow it or not? I I would tell them like there's a certain point tonight when y'all might not want to be in here. Is it when you not go to the bathroom? Wait, way I see it, kid. A whole hell of a lot of my anger towards you recently has been in part to my ignorance. And I just saw where that can leave us. If it means me understanding what the hell a vampire is in this world, yeah, it probably ain't any grosser than some shit I've seen. I don't know about how gross it is. But if you don't want me around, don't worry about it. I'm just saying. If it's educational and you don't mind, I'll stick around. Don't know how educational it is for you. It's up to you. I'll leave it at that. It's going to be me eating. Yeah. Even before that, Brigger's like, uh, I've, I've, I've really gotten accustomed to sleeping in beds. And I do not want to get inebriated tonight. Well, I didn't bring enough to get three of us inebriated. Maybe, maybe one Briggered. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you two uh, may have a little more hardened livers than uh, uh, 
twig and berries over there. I just, just like jab my fucking claw fingers and, and open up. Are you gonna look at this liver? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think I can do that without actually damaging Ugh. myself. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually Raylene would show up with dinner. She'd bring enough for Brigard to eat too, because she's become accustomed to the fact that where you go, he's at. Yeah. Fuck with <laughs> though. Not that he needs it, but... Well, that's precisely the reason she didn't bring any for you. <laughs> um, she's educated enough. And, uh, she'll, she'll drop off some food and some coffee. Um, but about midnight or so, Gavin will show up with Vari in tow. She is wearing her amulet, so she looks drow at the moment. Last call. uh, They will walk into the room. And uh, Gav will just kind of look at you. He'll be like, all right, come out here. Now, we, uh, we did make some people a promise. He'll go back in, but... I'm not really going anywhere he needs to be out here for this he needs to be able to stop me is why all right hell yeah don't leave the building i I'm, i don't I'm mind not, the vibe, literally bald face right he's not he's not right leaving this room <laughs> literally right here so i'll just saying this may have a problem to do with the systemic class system that Baldrick believes exists here. Fair point, but would you... We don't starve any of our prisoners. He has to eat. And no one explained that to me until I brought up the question. Rick, you didn't tell him what was going on. I said I was going to eat. I think it got lost in the cross-commenting, but I did say that. So... I need to make will saves, yes. Well, you have to come out first, and then... I, 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 whoosh, I yeah, Vari will walk up to you, and she's like, okay, so what are you in the mood for today? Wrist, neck, elbow, I don't know. I will go with wrist again. And she will hold out your ar- her arm to you. And yes, you have to make your will saves. Yay, this is my worst save. <laughs> no, it's not. But I guess I'm undead, that's why. So, uh... Oh! That's a 19 on the die. 22! Keep rolling. Oh, joy. 18. Keep rolling. 19. Stop. 11. Okay. You feel that pull in your head again. Uh, And and y'all would notice, Gavin will say, Stop! And he just f- absolutely freezes and drops her wrist. And he'll be like, okay, back in the cell, babe. Okay. And then I go back in the cell. And he'll reach over and cast a little spell on Abari. And he'll be like, all right, two more days. We'll try again. Okay. That's vampire. So it's just gonna kind of look. So, what's the name of the game? Drink enough to survive without losing it. He's got to learn to be able to feed without hurting the person he's feeding off of. Yes. Ah. And right now he's not got enough control. When he tastes the blood, it 
takes over. Would he, if we were in a battle and one of us took a grievous injury and he saw the wound, would he be unable to stop himself from feeding? It's a possibility that until he's practiced at this, he could go into a blood rage, yes. Russell's going to kind of look over and be like, so uh, this is the part about not leaving town just yet? Yeah. Seems like a fair reason. We can busy ourselves. Uh, you managed to get yourself sprung here in a couple of days. I think I hear there might be a gambling hall opening up. Probably be a bit of a party. Where else but to spend my hard-earned gold, but the place where gold goes to die. Hey, not all of it, you know? I suspect a fair bit of gold may may come to life. <laughs> like, Avari will just kind of look over at you and go, Rick, it's all about knowing which bets to make. Yeah. Like a little bit ago, when you were told what to pick, I was damn sure about to lay 20 gold down with Brigger that you were going to say thigh, but... You disappointed me before I could get the words out. <laughs> if this were more of a game, I might have. This is important. It is important, it. and you should take it seriously, Rick. Humor is a defense mechanism for me. I thought your gun was a defense mechanism. Yeah, humor is <laughs> a little bit better than my gun. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather him crack a joke than shoot me. So, uh, Gavin will leave. Avari will hang out for a little while. Poor Avari glass. I brought three and Rick insisted on having his own mug. I was thinking uh, entirely at the time. (laughs) I forgot it was for emergencies. So I think that is where we will leave off for tonight is with y'all hanging out and keeping Rick company mm-hmm. and you know maybe making sure that he doesn't slip through his cell when he's not supposed to. <laughs> At some point Russell tried to definitely make it clear that this is more one of my one of my guys is stuck in jail. I'm not going to let him sit here and you know count dust particles in the air. <laughs> he's not here to play guard. He's here to be a buddy. Right. Yes and uh, the three journals uh, are his, some of his uh, magical theories, and then the he's looking up the history of Valinor to see if he can figure anything out about nobility, roots, uh, how it functions, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, where it came from. Okay. Well, I will let you make uh, those checks with the appropriate aid next time. At the time he gets all steady, Russell will recognize the fact that he is still human, and he's been drinking whiskey, so... <laughs> Hanging out will be falling asleep on a chair, you know, typical Western style hat pulled over eyes. <laughs> oh. And while the buddy s- snoozes off his alcohol, there is reading. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Desters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com.
Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had to... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is Last Call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time.